This is Cabernet and True Crime, the place where good wine and true crime come together. I listened to that back twice and I feel like I'm underwater, so I guess I'm just going to record and call it, a, call it a day, I suppose. Um, and hopefully when I go to listen to this when I'm done, it doesn't sound like shit. Hi, and welcome to Cabernet and True Crime, the place where good wine and true crime come together. I'm your host, Jana, and this is a Serial Killer Sunday, Serial Killer Shorts. You know the drill. If you don't already know the drill, then go listen to other stuff. It has the drill on there. Welcome. (laughs) I was reading my reviews for the podcast, and somebody on Apple left me a one-star review, but didn't, like, I don't know who did it or why, and, like, they didn't leave any comments as to why they hate my podcast so much. So, I, I, I'm i sorry if I hurt your feelings, I guess, but thanks for the constructive criticism. I'll be sure to do a lot with the nothing that you left for me. Um, but I'm assuming that person's not listening anymore, so see you later, alligator. I don't need you. Um, (laughs) That's not true. Please don't leave. Um, Okay. So, you know, we're here. It's Sunday. Welcome. Just trying to keep you updated as to what day of the week it is, because that's what I'm here for. So today, for our serial killer short, we are going to be talking about Bobby Joe Long. So he was born Robert Joseph Long on October 14th, 1953. So he's a Libra, you know what that means. (laughs) I actually have no idea what that means. Whatever. Um, In Canova, West Virginia, when he was born, he had an extra X chromosome, which caused him to grow breasts as a child. Um, Well, sorry, scratch that. During puberty. That doesn't make any sense. Um, So during puberty. He was tormented for his abnormality and also suffered several head injuries as a kid, which we all know that that means bueno bueno things to happen to people uh head injuries are usually one of the one of the bad things and penny has found her way into the bedroom so if you hear grunting ignore her um okay sorry so he had breasts he had head injuries this is going well um so he oh he slept in the same bed as his mom um until he was a teenager and hated all of her boyfriends i'm assuming she was a single mom if she had a bunch of boyfriends or she was just polygamous which both are fine um as long as everybody's involved and consenting so he hated all of her boyfriends uh bobby joe married his high school sweetheart in 1974 and the couple had two children before their divorce in 1980 and in 1981 um, Bobby Joe was the, quote, classified ad rapist. Um, so he had committed over 50 rapes in the Fort Lauderdale, Ocala, Miami, and Dade County area, um, which are all in Florida, if you didn't know. And he would answer classified ads for small appliances, and if the woman was home alone, he would, um, he would rape them. Um, he was tried and convicted for rape in 1981, but was granted a new trial and all the charges were dropped. I tried to look into why that was, um, I mean, albeit I didn't look super duper hard, um, but nothing right off the bat was available for that, so if you know, that's, let me know, because I looked. Um, so he, whatever happened, he went to trial, he got retried, and then the charges were dropped, so he didn't, he never went to prison for that. 
Um, before those crimes, he was committing um, sexual assaults in California under a similar pretext, but he was never brought to trial for that. Um, I don't know if they ever put two and two together or if he was suspected, but they never had enough evidence. I'm not sure. He never went to trial for that, though. Um, he moved to Tampa Bay, Florida in 1983, and he drove around um, He drove around town in his 1978 Dodge Magnum, and he would look for victims. So he checked out known areas where sex workers would be located um, and bars where women may be alone. He would convince women to get into his car where he would take them to his apartment. He bound and killed the woman in various ways, including strangulation, bludgeoning, and slitting their throats. Bobby Joe would then, quote, display his victims. Um, once again, I don't really know, I don't really want to go into detail, because I, I obviously glossed over that for a reason in my notes. I'm assuming it was graphic. Um, he would display his victims. That is just what it is. So he had uh, 10, 10 victims. Um that I know about. Uh, five of them were sex workers, two of them were exotic dancers, one was a factory worker, one was a student, and the final one is unknown. And then I have all the the names, names, ages, and dates that the um, women went missing. So, artist Anne Wick, um, she was 20 years old, she went missing on March 27th, 1984. Um, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce this name. Noon, Tai Long, who is 19. She went um, missing on May 13th, 1984. Michelle Denise Sims, um, who is 22, went missing on May 27th, 1984. Elizabeth Loudenbach, who is 22, went missing on June 8th, 1984. Vicki Marie Elliott was 21. She went missing on September 7th, 1984. Chanel Duvon Williams was 18. She went missing on October 7th, 1984. Karen Beth Dinsfriend, who is 28, went missing on October 14th, 1984. Kimberly Kyle Hops, who is 22, went missing on October 31st, 1984. Lisa McVeigh, um, she was 17. She was assaulted on November 3rd, 1984. She survived, and she's going to be a big um, player in what's about to happen. Um, unfortunately... There are three more victims um, after she is assaulted. Virginia Lee Johnson, who was 18, went missing on November 6, 1984. Um, Kim Marie Swan was 17. She went missing on November 11, 1984. And then um, back in May of that year, there was a woman named Linda Nuttall who had been assaulted at that time. Um, but that was back before they all kind of put things together. Um, so based on f physical forensic evidence, um, are, Bobby Joe Long was wanted in three Florida counties. So they were, it was all kind of coming together. They were all on to him for various things. They were on him. Um, so he was arrested on November 16th, 1984 and charged with the sexual battery and kidnapping of Lisa McVeigh. Um, which, good thing she survived. I think she kind of... And actually, if you watch, there's a Forensic Files episode on this. Um, there's also... There's an FBI Files of Forensic Files, and I Survived, and then a show called Evil Lives Here. Um, or, there's all an episode about this. So if you want to know more, um, I've definitely seen the Forensic Files, and I don't think I've seen the I Survived yet, um, but I've definitely seen Forensic Files. Um... 
Yeah. So, and the forensic files, well, I think they call it FBI files or forensic files. I, I've used them interchangeably for the same thing. Um, they actually start with the kidnapping of Lisa McVeigh and her surviving and then going into all the evidence that eventually convicted this serial killer. So her surviving really put the cogs in motion of getting him arrested and off the streets and like finally to stop fucking hurting people. Um, so he confessed to the assaulting um, in the McVeigh case and after some persuading confessed to eight murders in Hillsborough County and another in Pasco County. So fiber evidence from his car was the most damning. I think if I remember correctly, they found fiber evidence on some of the victims and they were able to connect the fire evidence from the car to his victims based on that. I'm 99% sure that is the case. Um, so after his trial, he was convicted and sentenced to um, one five-year sentence, four 99-year sentences, 28 life sentences, and the death sentence. Um, he was executed by lethal injection on May 23, 2019, after having a final meal of roast beef, bacon, french fries, and a soda. He had no last statement. Bobby Joe was executed when he was 65 years old. Um... And that's how evil fucking gets got. <laughs> Good thing, you know. I can't believe he was executed so recently if he was caught in 1984. It's amazing to me how long people can sit on death row before they're executed. Um, which I know goes both ways. Sometimes people get put on death row when they're innocent. But when there are people who are so blatantly guilty and who have murdered several people who are like very obviously guilty and they end up on death row, it's surprising that they can draw out that for so long but then you watch shows like um shit i can't even think of the name of it right now but people who are wrongly on death row and they've sat there for their whole lives and finally get released like that's really sad it's like the the other side of it i don't know our legal system needs some assistance in one way or the other um but that's that and those are my opinions and i'll keep them myself (laughs) serial killers are bad that's the only opinion here that matters. Um, okay, so that was your Zero Killer Sunday, your short, and um, I'm really excited for what I have for True Crime Tuesday. Um, it's kind of spoopy and Halloween themed, so it should be should be quality. So I will see you guys in a couple of days. <laughs>